Happy Friday, guys. I hope you have a great weekend. Thank you so much for tuning in to listen. Today is another incredible guest. I have Lauren Glick, who is a confidence coach, and we talk all things confidence and her own journey of how to get there. It's quite the deep dive, and I hope you guys enjoy it. She also talks about the amazing app Clubhouse and how she's created an incredible course around Clubhouse and converting your leads to cash. It's a really powerful conversation, and I just love her. She's a friend, and um, I think you guys are really going to enjoy this one. It's a great way, I think, to come out of the full moon and go into the weekend. So cheers, you guys. I've gotten so many DMs from you lately about the podcast, so thank you so much. It means so much to me. And if you haven't already, please make sure you are subscribed, leave a five-star review, write out anything you want to share, someone else to, you know, know about the show, a guest you loved, or anything you, you know, have felt empowered by would just be amazing. It means so much to me in the show. And please make sure you screenshot this episode if you love it. Tag Allie Levine Design, everything with Allie Levine, so we can share it and share the love. Thank you so much, guys. And Cheers. I will talk to you soon. This is Everything with Allie Levine, hosted by Hollywood mom, celebrity stylist, influencer, and Bravo reality star, Allie Levine. On this podcast, you'll get a mix of, well, literally everything from motherhood to fashion, lifestyle to spiritual well being, all real and raw. Allie interviews celebrities, experts, influencers, entrepreneurs, and so much more. Tune in weekly to be inspired, empowered, and entertained. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Everything with Allie Levine. I am so, so excited for today's guest, you guys. I have a friend, an incredible woman, entrepreneur. She's fabulous. I have the fabulous Lauren Glick. And before I tell you guys a little bit about her, bring her on, I want to give you a little backstory. So Lauren and I connected on Clubhouse. And if you're not on Clubhouse, what are you doing? First off. (laughs) Second off, she's going to get into all things Clubhouse and why she's loving it and had so much success there. But why her and I really connected is because we both shared the passion and confidence. We both shared Mm in different ways, how confidence has really helped us, why we wanted to help others. And we just really had this amazing synergy from day one. So Lauren is a retired firefighter from a city in California after 10 years of service. And she loves empowering women to speak on social media to make the leads that are needed for sales. And if you are on Instagram and are struggling with consistent warm leads, Clubhouse, like we said, is your new tool. And Lauren has all the answers for this. And we're going to jump all in. But guys, before we get into Clubhouse and get into all that, I want Lauren to tell a little bit more about her story as a firefighter and like what led her to this. So Lauren, welcome to my show, love. Thank you for having me, Allie. I love it. I love our connection. And yes, we definitely met on Clubhouse. And I think that's the power of that flipping app. It's so ridiculous. Um, So thank you for having me. Yes, I definitely am a retired city firefighter after 10 years of service. And it was in a city that was rated number one homicide per capita in the United States. So that just means that it was a small city, but a lot, a lot, a lot of trauma. So um, it's interesting, like how we connected and how we are on such a level of, um, I don't know what you call it, like emotional 
um, intelligence. Yeah, we're on like a bit. Well, yeah, and like for a lot of my audience that's listening, they're on this path yeah. too. It's like this awakening. We've really become yeah. conscious to to things and awaken in our own journeys, and yeah. you know, just be aware and 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 awake versus being kind of just asleep to everything. Yeah. Yeah. So it's nice to have the conversations we do have because. Um, when I was a firefighter, I had to learn how to turn off my emotions completely. And it was not necessarily something that I, um, wanted to do. It was something that I had to do for my own survival because I saw so much trauma. Um, it was about every other day I would go to shooting trauma, stabbing, um, life structure fire every 48 hours. So it was a complete constant state of adrenaline and even in the station um you would be well not you but like people the the guys at the station we would constantly be on a different level of adrenaline because it's not only that we have to think about all the different types of calls we're going on like um ems calls which is emergency we would do highway calls we would do fires, EMS, the, I already said medical, um, low angle rope rescues. It's just so crazy. And that was just a random one that I was like, let me tell you this, like using the jaws of life, using chainsaws, using this type of tool, using that type of tool, all the tools using, um, hoses and nozzles and pressures. And that is just the beginning. So to say the least, you really do have to have an insane amount of confidence in what you're doing because you're going into somebody's house on their worst day of their life. And you, even if you're not 1000, 1000% sure that this is exactly what you have to do at the moment. You have to make an instantaneous judgment of what's going on and step outside of that situation and be like, okay, this is happening. This is what we get to do. You have a quick interaction with your crew and then you literally go. And if something doesn't go exactly right. You have to learn how to pivot really quickly and you have to really trust, which is another form of confidence. You have to really trust your team members in that moment and their knowledge as well. So God, it just gets my heart racing. Just talking about it. I can tell it, it just, I love talking about it. Cause I, that is who I am at my core. And as you know, like I am getting out of that, like adrenaline state. Cause we get to be in fight or flight or what is that like rest and relax? Yeah, right. Not fight or flight. Yeah. More peaceful. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting talking about it now. Cause I snap right into it. Cause that's, as I hate to say, I was bred. Yeah. yeah. Well, and so that, you know, hearing you talk about it and like seeing your energy around it, and like, obviously very passionate about it, obviously, you know, it very much was in it what led you to that career? Like you say it was in you, but like what, what led you to fire? I mean, not everybody, you know, wakes up one day and says, Oh, I want to put myself in, you know, dangerous situations every day and help people. I mean, let's be real. Most don't. It's those people are true heroes, yourself included. So what made you say, like, I want to do that service. I want to make this part of my life and my career and everything that I do. That's interesting, Allie, and I've never been 100% completely honest about that. Um, It's interesting because I really, truly want to say that, oh gosh, like I've always struck, well, maybe I just strived to always 
be that person that everyone counts on. Um, and in high school, I remember my best friend, I told my best friend, I was like, Jessica, I am going to be a firefighter when I grow up. And she literally looked at me and she laughed at me. And then I became a firefighter and she looked at me and then she laughed at me again. She was like, you actually are a firefighter. I just love helping people and serving people. It's always made me feel really good. And even as an entrepreneur, I, I really honestly want to say I'm helping people more now than I did as a firefighter because people didn't know that I was like really helping them. Some were like not alive at the moment with me helping them or right. they're so frantic yeah. that, and it's more of like a life or death thing. And right now as an entrepreneur, I'm helping people more or less pivot and change who they are so they get more success and have a happier, healthier life. Yeah, I mean, big big, big change. I mean, obviously when you decided to leave, you know, being a firefighter and retire, you weren't yeah. thinking, Oh, Hey, I'm going to jump on clubhouse and go empower. Oh God, no. <laughs> I just knew something was not right. I remember. Cause as I said, my emotions, I had to literally disconnect and my feminine side was completely turned off. I saw my, um, compassion turn into anger. And I remember at the last stint of my career as a firefighter, I didn't know I was leaving. Um, a couple, a couple things happened. And I remember I had a complete anger. Like I want to say I attacked a number of people, um, at the station and I was like, that's not me. And for the first time in five years, cause I am, I'm a, I used to be a huge crier, right? I used to have a lot of emotions and five years into service that had stopped and all of my compassion and empathy had turned into anger. Um, and I remember when that happened, um, he was one of my good friends and it was, it was verbally. And I remember just sitting down after that and I completely just lost it. I cried and I cried for the next like two months straight. Um, yeah, you had a, you had a good cry. <laughs> yeah, I had a good cry because five years of it, I, I had completely had to learn how to turn it off. And, you know, as a firefighter, as we were talking before, Allie, um, shoot, I lost my train of thought. And that was such a good one. Um, as, as we were talking before, um, I had to learn how to turn off of top, turn off my emotions because there was so much, I, I got praise for my, my toughness. And when I went off on guys, I would literally get praise for that. So that's kind of what like curbs, the the compassion. I couldn't learn. I couldn't cry because if I was crying in a situation that I was uncomfortable or some guy hurt my feelings, then, uh, that just doesn't look as strong as I should have. Right. So, so it was like, kind of like a, like a light switch, how you're describing it. Like you literally yeah. had to hit the switch and just turn it off no matter what you were feeling and, and kind of internalize it and just say, Oh, yes. off the switch. I definitely 100% internalized all my emotions and then they turned into anger. Um, and at the end of my career, I just lost it and I just cried nonstop. And I remember looking at my chief saying, I just need two weeks off. I need to figure out what's going on. And I never went back. Wow. Do you, yeah. do you, so in that moment, when you asked for that time off, you didn't plan on retiring. No, not at all. And I remember... 
um, the two weeks turned into a couple months. I took my vacation leave because I was one of those people that wanted to make sure if anything happened that I had my nine, my 900 hours or whatever it was like, that was years and years of racking up vacation leave, um, that I was okay. And I stayed out for two months and I remember calling my captain saying, um, this was an, this was another woman in the department. I remember talking to my captain and she was like, Lauren, you need to talk to this person that helped me leave the fire department for lack of better words. And, um, that was kind of the opening to I'm not okay. I, wow. I struggle. I struggled with a lot of PTSD, with when you're in that really, really deep low, you don't know that you need the help. So there was a number of people that were like, you're not okay. But I was like, I'm fine. I'm a firefighter, you know, but you just don't know that you're not okay. Unless you have somebody to like reach out your, their hand and be like, you need my help. So I am so thankful for the people that helped me. You know, I never thought I was going to retire. I never thought anything was wrong. Um, But looking back on it, I've been retired for two years and it's been a crazy journey of recovery. I went through a lot of physical elements from all that stored trauma in my body. And I I had pretty two bad flare-ups of rheumatoid arthritis, ulcerative colitis. Yeah. And it's manifested in your body from internalizing the trauma and the emotions, which I talk about a lot on, you know, my yeah. show from guests, like it really does, no matter what we go through and we hold in emotions and we don't actually release it and let it go. It does manifest into different things in our body. I mean, in all different ways, whether it's minor or major. So, so you saw that happen. And then how did you go then forward? And I don't want to say correct it, but work on that. And also then start to work through the trauma that you realized you had internalized and you had so much of that going on. You know, I really, truly do think that everything is happens in divine timing. I retired and I couldn't, I couldn't think I really did nothing except watch movies on the TV or yes, mindless stuff. I I'm, I've always been physically active. So I did a lot of moving Um, I went out on hikes. I started to nourish my body with really good food. I mean, when I left the fire department, I had really, I had very strong, um, psoriasis and I was getting maybe too, too much TMI, but I had pretty bad hemorrhoids. So yeah, there was a number of things that were coming out of my body, but, um, so at the beginning, it was a lot of physical activity. I, I couldn't think. It just, I had a best friend that, and I was suffering really, really, really bad with anxiety attacks. I would wake up like even in fire, I would wake up with just like, uh, with like a racing heart and not being able to breathe. Um, and you, my best friend, the, even the one that was like, you know, the same one that was like, you're actually a firefighter. <laughs> um, she helped me cause I couldn't even look at my insurance card, call my insurance and get a good psychiatrist, psychologist, all of the above. And I had somebody actually that helped me from the fire department that helped me get help on retiring. Um, so I did have a lot of help, not a lot of family help, but a lot of, um, friends. And that's why I truly do believe like the, the family you choose is, is extremely important as well. So I got a lot of help from 
from um, friends and I went through physical therapy. I'm just kind of dwindling down on that. It's been a crazy, um, as you said, it was a lot of stored trauma in my spine. And that's from all of the PTSD from everything I went through in fire. And, you know, we could talk about all, all the bad stents and, you know, my rheumatologist, my gastroenterologist, all the colonoscopies I went through for two years. Help. And you went yes. being raw and sharing that because I think a lot of people don't realize how many of us who are successful on the other end do oh, yeah. and do have different, you know, modalities that we use and continue to use and do, you know, have therapists and do these yeah. things that are totally okay. And like, you know, you should reach out for. And I think a lot of times people feel crazy for doing or yeah. they're going to or whatever it may be. So I appreciate that, you know, you don't have to go into obviously every single one that you saw, but yeah. the fact that you did and you went and got that help. So you went and did all those different things to work through the physical elements of your body and to work through that trauma. Then you also obviously saw, like you said, you know, therapy and did all of that. So yeah. from through that, and then really, I guess, seeing your trauma head on. Yeah. How then from going from that and working through your trauma to now where you are now as an entrepreneur? Oh gosh. It's affected you and like shifted and changed you into what you do now. As I said, the divine timing, right? Um, the first day that I was able to get on social media, I was listening because I worked as like a personal trainer for a little bit, didn't really work out because of my anxiety and all my panic attacks. But I was led to a Pilates studio where I taught there. And from that Pilates studio, she sent me over to a podcast and the podcast that she sent me over to actually connected me to this coach online that helped, um, personal trainers become online business professionals. And that was before COVID. So I actually taught fitness online before COVID okay. and it was probably the most challenging thing that I had gone through as an entrepreneur was that startup because my brain was literally not like just doing insanely small tasks was, oh boy, it was uh, like, I don't even know how to explain it, but the small steps from there. And just, I could tell you the whole story of how that unraveled, but you know, I got my yoga certification, all the things. And, um, from there, I actually got a job with Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi long That's story short, right? Right. It's all, Tony Robbins. it's all divine timing. And I tell the story like it's no big deal, but I'm one to always be very active and to see the, and that might be the confidence portion, Allie, of understanding my worth and understanding that, no, I didn't know exactly what I was doing, but I know I have a lot to offer. And when I reached out to my friend, he was like, well, when can you come out to Arizona? And I was like, tomorrow. So I drove out to Arizona and that afternoon I was working as a mindset coach for Tony Robbins and Dean Graciosi. And honestly, it was an insane amount of training for me too. And I think that was the coolest part, knowing that the confidence within me, which was which I had learned from being a firefighter really helped me become that mindset coach. And all I needed was the training myself. And that 
six months to a year when I was there was an insane wild ride for me to learn how to be a mindset coach. And I learned from the flipping best. Um, I would wake up at four o'clock in the morning and I would be working until nine because I worked on myself and my mindset and all the things. And in the middle, I was working with clients as well. So, so yeah, it was definitely a submersion technique, you know, Tony is like, I mean, the, the best of the best, like that's, yeah. that's epic. I mean, truly. And that does speak to your confidence to the fact that like, so what you, did you reach out to then go and say, Hey, can I come work for you? Or like, how did that? Well, long story short, networking, right. Before I was in clubhouse, I, my coaching, my coach, um, online. She, it was a network, right. Of people. And I had paid into being that network. I listened to somebody's podcast, that podcast get had a guest and that guest, I started following him. And then one random day, he put one story up saying, I'm hiring for KBB. If you want any information, let me know. And I was like, okay, what in the heck are you talking about? And he was like, no, it's not some like MLM. It's like literally a job. Yeah. And I was like, I don't really get it. And he was like, no, it's like, you get paid. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll see you in Scottsdale and see what's really going on. And the worst that could have happened is that I just drove out to Scottsdale, Arizona, took a couple of days in an Airbnb and not had a job, but I'm not, I think every person in life should take those scary chances because you never know if it would be a yes. And would you rather live with that regret of not going and not seeing if it was a true fit? Or would you rather just go there and be like, oh, it's a no, you know? Yeah, so that's, I, I took the chance. That, I love that you shared that. And I think that also really ties into confidence and what you really yeah. thought and what you speak on now as an entrepreneur, because you're right. Like not everybody has that confidence to say, I'm just going to go and do it. Like I'm like you and I would have totally yeah. been like, oh my gosh, game on. Like I'll drive. Yeah, you are. You know, but not everybody does. Not everybody yeah. feels like they can do that. So what do you think it is about you that like you have always had that confidence and now let's like shift into the conversation of like now what you're doing with entrepreneurs and helping yeah. them find them confidence and what you're doing on Clubhouse. Like speak to a little bit more to that because I would love for you to share that. So how did I gain my confidence, right? I mean, because even growing up, I didn't really have that that confidence. I was always one to cling okay. to my mom's leg, right? right? And it's like, how did how did that transformation happen? Um, it was just my self-awareness and knowing that getting out of my comfort zone, it's not a bad thing. And the ability to really transform your own life, that change is actually possible and that you have control over your own life and what you do, right? Just because you're in a situation for say, like you're married, you're unhappily married and you just don't want to be there, but you're like, well, it's my situation, but I'm here to tell you that no, you can change that. And that's just your mindset. And that's where the mindset training comes in is that a lot of us just think that oh, this is my situation and it's okay. I'm okay. okay it's good here. enough. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's like, there are people get nervous that I'm okay here. What happens if I leave and it's worse? And it's like, well, okay, let's like figure this out. Right. Like if you're a teacher and you want to leave, okay, well, let's plan this out. If you're a teacher and you want to leave, 
can you go back to that situation if you decide to leave in a year and a half? It's not possible. It's just not working out for you, you know? And I think that we all have one life to live and we get to really live it to our full extent and we all get to be happy. I think a lot of people don't even understand what being happy feels like. And that's crazy to say. Yeah. But so good of you to say, because joy really is something mm. everyone can achieve day in and day out. Maybe not hundred percent, maybe not in all moments, all day, every day, all night, yeah. like, real life is life. But like, I yeah. can say like now from doing my own work and things I've gone through, like I am in a face of joy every day. And I am grateful for my life and for my, yes. for everything. And I was not always in that place. And so I appreciate you saying that because so many, I think you're right. They just settle. They just stay in it. Well, it's just okay. I don't know if it'll be worse. I don't know what will happen. And so I think that what you're just speaking to with the mindset of what you were doing, the mindset coaching, and then also confidence really yeah. ties in so beautifully together. So what would you maybe share as a few gems about mindset that ties into confidence that people should take away from, you know, our, our conversation right now that might help them shift from, oh, maybe I don't have to settle and I can love and be happy. Oh gosh, that's, there's so many ways I was like thinking of that. And I was like, there's so many ways that you can go. Cause I do want to touch on that joy piece, right? Cause there is that difference between joy and happiness, happiness. Yeah. yeah. yeah happiness is when you get like, when you go shopping, you get happy from that experience. Joy is just the feeling of understanding that of gratitude. So we could all be joyful because it doesn't take any money whatsoever. You could really like the way that I like to have joy is literally just be able to move my body, be able to take deep breath inhales and exhales. And you get to feel that feeling in your chest of just being grateful for the things you have, being grateful is what you have in the moment, rather than really focusing in on everyone else and all the things that you're trying to get at. Um, and when you have that state of joy, I think it really does help with your confidence as well, because confidence doesn't come from the exterior. It doesn't happen from the things that you're trying to manifest or the things that are in the future. Confidence comes in that moment from actually the past and your experiences and knowing that you inherently have the knowledge from your past. And when you're speaking on something and there's that, that fine line of arrogance and confidence, right? I, we talked about this before too, I think, but when you are able to hold yourself and understand that you have knowledge of this cer certain topic and you speak very prominently about it, but you also are open up, you're open and you're open for learning. I think that's where you're able to hold a very confident self and you don't cross the line to that arrogance of like, oh, I know everything. It's like, no, you actually don't know everything. Not, nobody knows everything. <laughs> no, no. And that's why I absolutely love holding clubhouse rooms because I get to host a room on a topic that I love, like leadership. And like today I'm hosting a room on leadership and I don't know everything about it, but I go in there, I talk my piece, but I also have other experts that are on the panel that, and I say experts very loosely because I know expert is like a trigger point for people because nobody's an expert on anything. But um, yeah, I love hosting clubhouse rooms because the fact that 
we get to learn so much from that app. So, well, yeah. And I think, you know, when you're saying that loose term about experts, obviously I've been in several of your rooms and we host rooms together. I think it's more of maybe the expert behind the actual energy and feel of what leadership is and then what they choose to speak to what resonates and what works in their life because obviously everyone looks at leadership differently and shares different things that they do but that's what makes it great right it's like we all share different pieces of what works and then maybe I learned something new and then I'm now going to do that or you're going to switch this up because oh hey I never thought about that and Mm -hmm. it's just a collaborative way and and for those that haven't been on Clubhouse you guys this app seriously it's 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 such a powerful app. What if you allow it to be? Because like Lauren said, if you step into that confidence and just jump in and be like, I don't really know everything. I I might be nervous. I'm not sure what I'm doing, but you just have that confidence and go in with the mindset of like, I'm going to learn, I'm going to network, I'm going to collaborate. You show up as your best self and you get to be in these amazing rooms like that Lauren does where she speaks to confidence and leadership and, you know, what's needed in mindfulness. And I think, you know, that's, huge, especially right now, I think it's so important for us as a whole collective to really be on this wavelength to continue these types of conversations, because I agree with you, you know, that, that mindfulness and that mindset, it's a game changer. I mean, I had it really no is. Idea until I shifted mine and now I'm like, I could never, how did I ever, right. how did I ever work before? Right. Exactly. How did it ever work before? How did I ever think that what I was doing before worked? It didn't, it just was a, basically an unbroken system because I yeah. feel like society tells us, you know, if it's not broke, don't, don't fix it. Right. But it's like, mm-hmm. it's actually not true. Most of the people I've had on my show have, you know, had everything going fine, whatever, at least it seemed that way. And they were on a grind. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, wait, I'm not okay. Oh, wait. Yeah going on and then they're like oh I need to shift something and it's just so interesting how so many have that same experience I did too and then you're like oh I'm not okay oh I'm really not okay and then you have to really internalize everything you're not okay with and like do the work to move forward in it which you know you have been doing and you know and and spoke to and I think it's amazing that you share that because I think there's so many listening right now that like need to know that, you know, it, it is okay to first of obviously not be okay. It's also yeah. okay to realize that maybe you have just been settling and you can change your mindset and change your life at any given moment. And it, it really isn't like you said, from money, from things, it's literally an energy and everything within you. And yeah. you know, speaking to that, Lauren, like what else would you talk about when it comes to mindset and confidence in general, as well as how you choose to show up on clubhouse. You know, that's interesting. Cause I wanted to touch on that too, is that when I first joined clubhouse, I was a completely different person. Don't think that you need to show up on clubhouse and have like all the answers that you need to, like, if you're a business owner that you need to have exactly what you're doing. Clubhouse really helped, was a tool for me to help me really understand my powers and what as a human and what I could help other people with. So I think Clubhouse is such a tool, even though you might have anxiety when you're about to speak and trust me, sometimes I still get that. So it's, it's a constant thing that we get to really lean into that. If it's like, you get this like feeling in your heart, like, oh my God, oh my God, I get to talk. I get to talk. And it's like, oh, I see you anxiety, but I'm going to leave you here and I'm going to do this anyway. So it's like being scared and doing it in any ways is 100% the tool that helped me with Clubhouse and knowing that it propelled me so far in your business 
just like my mentors always say, do that one, do one scary thing a day that's going to propel you in your business. And for sure, Clubhouse is always that answer for me, reaching out to people, getting them on my podcast. It's all about the audio. And you know, um, that Clubhouse is doing so well when all these other platforms are starting to have audio as well. Yep. As, as you know, Facebook is now having one. LinkedIn has an audio platform. Yeah, they're all they're all trying. Yeah. And it's interesting to watch them all being like, oh, because I do think this is like the future. It's like, yes, okay, you know, mm-hmm. Zoom is great, whatever else. But sometimes people can't show up. Like, I mean, like I'm obviously like in a comfy, you know, top because I was busy with the girls. Like people yeah. can't show up ready to go on camera all the time. And the audio allows you to have very organic, real, and really feel and hear the person's character and get to yeah. know them versus maybe someone who's pretending to be something else, mm-hmm. doesn't know who they are, whatever it may be. Audio is really transparent, I believe. And I think that that's oh, yeah. the way we are going and people are liking more and more of that conversation, that real collaboration and synergy with people. So it's interesting to see these other apps jump on board and say, oh, hey, that is working for them. We should do this. And it, it'll be interesting to see how these other apps um, and platforms kind of come about and how it measures I up know. Clubhouse, you know, and if Clubhouse is <laughs> yeah. like king or, you know what I mean? It's, it's I know. very interesting. I know for sure. I'm not going to get on Facebook. I'll definitely try the Instagram one just because I love the growth from, right. I mean, Clubhouse right. is directly linked to, right. to, to IG, but I don't know. I'm like, that's so interesting. And everyone's yeah. like, no, I'm staying with the original. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah. But I'm just so um, obsessed with audio platforms that, of course, I'm going to try a couple and see, but I'm not yeah. anything. I just know Clubhouse so well that um, it would be silly of me to try to really stick with anyone other than Clubhouse. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, and you're, you know, you're so great about, um, you know, with Clubhouse, helping people really turn warm leads into yeah. actual sale, into actual profit, into actual success. And yeah. I'm speak to that really quick because you talked about from the beginning of the show, how really networking led you to Tony mm-hmm. Robbins and that incredible opportunity and, you know, your coaching, like, what mm-hmm. would you share with clubhouse and like warm leads and like, you know, everyone, you guys, I'll put in the show notes of where to follow Lauren and everything. So you can get yeah. her amazingness and reach out to her directly to she'll give you all the golden nuggets of clubhouse. But what would you share is like a quick tidbit of, you know, again, speaking to confidence and clubhouse. Mm-hmm. And the fact of networking, which you spoke heavily to in the beginning of this, like what would you oh, yeah. to help others? Well, two things, right? Networking is super important because it broadens your reach as a business owner. And people don't really think about networking as in um, lead leads and conversions. Um, but when you're able to reach out to other business owners and you're able to get on their platforms, um, then you're having a whole different audience in front of you. So that's huge. You're going to broaden your reach so quickly when you're able to do just something simple as networking. So I have a number of tools in my programs on networking. And also it's just simple things like, because people buy from people when they know, like, and trust them. Clubhouse is a huge energy exchange because it's in the present moment and you're having conversations with people. So because of the direct correlation from Clubhouse to Instagram, those leads from Clubhouse are 
are connecting with you on Instagram and then they're following your Instagram, they're following your Instagram stories, they're following your IGTV. It takes about seven touch points, but if you ask one of my sales mentors, it's about nine hours. So it's it's not, some people will buy like directly on the spot, but most are going to take some time, right? I had somebody, when I finally decided to drop on my Instagram, like totally completely change it to Clubhouse, my first client was like, I have been following you for a year. I'm one of those crazy people that you don't know. But now that you have an offer, I really want to work with you. I don't care what it is. I'm working with you. I don't know what Clubhouse is, but I'm doing it. I'm like, rock on, Michelle. So it's super inspiring that And we also talk about like the touch points of the correlations of how both look. We go over bios because even in your bio, you could be selling on Clubhouse. And when you have the the connection between Clubhouse and Instagram, it is so strong that I have crippled my numbers on Instagram. So it's it's pretty unbelievable. Like Gary V says that, um, clubhouse is a digital gold rush right now. It is the top conversion rates, um, to gain warm leads and more people onto your platforms. So I highly recommend for everyone to be there. Even if you're scared and nervous, just go in there, dabble with it. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah, get into a room that's like maybe small, so you don't feel as you know like crazed, and and get on stage. Like that was one of the first things I did. Like I remember, like when I got on back at like uh, Christmas time, I think I was like, you know, I I was like, no, more new than whatever. Yeah. jumped in a room and I just got on stage and I had no idea what I was doing. I was like, Hey, I'm Allie. You know, it's just like, I yeah. think showing that vulnerability, I think showing mm-hmm. people like, Hey, I'm willing to be vulnerable, even though I may have built up all these other platforms where I am, but now I'm brand new on clubhouse and yeah. like, you know, who the heck I am. It's like, Hey, but I'm here. Like I'm, I'm human, yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm showing up and I'm just sharing who I am. I think you're right. It's like, it becomes that energy exchange and people yeah. see it. And I love that you said, you know, people really trust what they, what they know and like, what they can mm. really see and understand. And it takes time and, it, and it's building and, it, and it's networking, yeah. you know? And because so- people like, even some of my clients are like, but they're not converting. And I'm like, patience, patience is a virtue. You're not, and first of all, you don't, well, I personally don't want people to convert right away. Cause then that's just going to be in that moment. Cause most people that buy right away are not going to be a part of your community. And you really want to start making these community aspect and clubhouse is so good for community. And when you have that community going, you have so many leads and sales from that community. And it's all about that on clubhouse. It's all about community. And you're yeah. also all about community in general, besides oh, yeah. clubhouse and the way you speak to confidence. And so before you go, because I know you do have to go host a room um, mm-hmm. in re- re- uh, real life. Um, Lauren like lives on Clubhouse. She has amazing rooms all the time. So if you are on the app, make sure you know you go find Lauren Wick and everything will be in the show notes. But Lauren, Yay. before I let you go, I love this powerful conversation. Give Me us too. a few just kind of quick tidbits, confidence and mindset, mm-hmm. a couple gems for people to take away today that maybe they want to write down, maybe something mm-hmm. resonates and helps them to move forward in their life. What would they be? Well, those are two things that always help me. I know I dropped one of them already is doing one scary thing a day. Cause that one scary thing that's like on the top of your list all the time that you're like, Oh my God, that's so huge. I don't want to do that today. I'm just going to do the easy ones to check them off. 
if you do that most challenging one, that scary one, if you do that one first, yes, it's going to be very challenging and you're not going to want to do it, but it's going to move the needle a lot more in your business. So that saying doing one scary thing a day really has helped me. And I also really like the statement of being scared but doing it anyways. Mm. And nothing is going to be perfect. It like literally no one is perfect. Nothing is perfect. So if you get past that, because I, a lot of my clients are like, but I have to do this and I have to do that and look at my hair. And like, I mean, I'm like, have you seen me on my Instagram stories? I haven't brushed my hair in a week. Like it's not a... The funny part, that's really true. Um, it's like, but what is that content about? And it's about that awareness phase when you're, and I'm going to give a new, another point about physiology after this, but, um, it's the awareness. So when you start to the first, that's the first step when you're able to really catch yourself in those moments that you're having anxiety or a little bit of fear when you're able to catch yourself and being like, okay, I see that. And I'm going to do it anyways. Usually it just, you turn it off and you're like, okay, I'm just going to go back to my comfort zone. But when you're able to really be aware of that moment and that's the trickiest part. So it will, it sometimes takes weeks. It takes months sometimes. And you know, I'm two years in and I'm still like, ah, that was a little nervous time right there. And I got to be aware of it, but I did it anyways. So when you have that awareness part of your mindset, that's, that's the first and foremost, the one thing that we all get to work on is the awareness factor and we can change as humans. So that's another thing. It's like, we can't change no matter how many times people tell you, you can't, yes, you definitely can, but it is, takes time and patience. Right. Yeah. And persistence. Right. And lastly is physiology, right? It's your body and how, when you're showing up with confidence, you usually show up with your shoulders rolled back and your head held high, right? And when you're in fear, we always try to, we always curl up and get really safe and we curl up into a ball and we get really nervous and, you know, just trying to shelter us from the outside world. So if you're feeling like you're a little bit nervous, I want you to actually, oh, this is a good tip. I was just going to tell you to sit back and roll back your shoulders, you know, and hold your head up high, but to get out those nervousness, I always put on like my favorite music to jam out that nervousness. And I always do it before I start a room on clubhouse. If I'm nervous or I'm not, I always like to jam out to, um, Gosh, of course I forgot her name, but, um, some really good music that just makes me feel very confident because yep. Dancing out, dancing out the nerves and making yourself feel confident. So put on your, the music that makes you feel like a badass Mm -hmm. and then you own it. Right. So, so so for you, it's first, obviously the awareness really being awake to everything going on and being self-aware and knowing like, oh, I feel anxious in this moment or I'm feeling triggered or whatever it may be and working through it. And then you said also, you know, looking at that scary thing and then just doing it anyways and saying, Mm. scare me, but I'm I'm just going to do it. And then physical part of what you were saying is like, whether it be dancing or movement, whatever it is that helps you get into high vibes, do that 
whenever you feel that you are in a moment of anxiety or being scared or something, it's kind of lowering your vibration. That's going to help you essentially to get out of it. Heck yeah. I like how I put those in order too. Yeah. Well, I was like, <laughs> along and I'm like, Hey, look, look, number three was a good lesson for me because I've got a couple of things like, I, like on my, you know, to do's that I've just been letting sit there because they do scare me. And I'm like, okay, Allie, that was for you. So <laughs> I'm glad that I said that one, Allie. It's funny. Cause it just, it's interesting. Like, you know, we don't prep for, and that's, a, this is a, probably a good point to end on. It's like, we don't prep for, well, I don't prep for a lot of things. Right. I have a couple of friends that are like, oh, I have to really make sure that my room is like all mapped out. And I'm like, I love to go into rooms. I have a couple questions in case the conversations get lull. But when you go in there with the intent to just understand other people and learn about somebody else and make that connection, that's where your rooms get really strong is holding a platform for other people. Because, because your intention is to do that. And I love that you yeah. ended on that because when we're intentional about what we choose to say, share, how we show up, that changes the game. And, yeah. and I love that you ended on that because guys, there were so many gems with this, but seriously, if there's anything you're really going to take away from this, it's really self-awareness and, and being awake to that, being intentional and really doing whatever it is that scares you, do it anyway. Lauren, you're so mm. powerful love I you were too for you this was so amazing tell us where we can find you follow you all the good things pimp yourself out yeah of course I'm at the Lauren Glick and that's on Instagram so that's where you could really find me because I find I hang out most there it's hard to get linked to Clubhouse but if you are on Clubhouse you could follow me at Lauren Glick and there's a little bell in my profile so you'll get the announcements every time I start my rooms I do host the Confidence Club at on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and then I host the powerhouse women's panel on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific standard time. So those are all our rooms and yeah, I do one-on-one coaching for clubhouse. And then I do have confidence to cash, which is a six week program. And if you are interested in any of those as well, just reach out to me on Instagram at the Lauren Glick. Amazing. And guys, it'll all be in the show notes. You can find it Lauren, thank you so much for sharing with us all things real and raw and confidence. It was amazing. Till next time, guys. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Everything with Allie Levine. If you loved this episode, please leave a review, screenshot this episode, tell a friend, tag us on social media, subscribe, tune in weekly for new episodes, and to continuously be uplifted, empowered, and inspired.